Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rick and Bubba. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. Uh, we start a brand new hour, and uh, we look forward to chatting with you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Today, Fix Mama's Mouth, yet another mama uh, has won a $17,000 dental makeover from Dr. Dudney, and this year's winner is here. Uh, we'll see the final product, and uh, she'll just be grinning and grinning and grinning and grinning. Uh, so that's coming up uh, this hour on the program. Uh, we'll also uh, let remind you, Greg is out today, uh, being your prayers for his wife, Lisa. She's having a heart cath today. Greg is with her, and uh, we hope that all that runs smoothly and we can find some answers so she can feel better, and uh, so be praying about that today. Uh, we also have a brand-new Rick and Bub University, the podcast we'll tell you about uh, that's coming up. This is uh, You've never seen two, uh, two, two fellows try to get a lot in 45 minutes, as you're going to see this weekend. On Rick and Bubba University, good gracious. So anyway, that that's coming up today. Uh, yesterday's Wednesday Bible Study Archive is now on the YouTube channel and the podcast archives. If you want to go get that, we finished the Revelation chapter 17. Speedy Helmsy, I've already given you the kickoff hour. Adler settles in now for the YouTube experience. And sitting right there is the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eater, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to another edition of Rick and Bubba. Let's go. Higher power. It's a good one right there, buddy. Bubba, we've got a lot to do. That's a toe tapper. That's a toe tapper <laughs> right there. As a matter of fact, uh, Trainer Sean, he, that's the last track every day when I'm doing a workout. That's a good one. He says, just, hey, I know you, uh, Burge, I know you're done. I'm going to play Higher Power, and I just push through. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really glad to hear it, huh? <laughs> oh, when I hear that. Well, there's two things. And how many groups and or hosts of shows are named Crowder? So a lot. It yeah, appears lot. to be an yeah. over, overused name. Right? And, and if you really want to get confused, what we now call Crowder used to be called the David Crowder Band. And then they shortened it to Crowder. So so anyway, uh, if you really want to get confused. But um, 
So yeah, trainer, trainer Sean. There's two things, and you know, and I'm always trying to end it soon. He plays that to get through, but he tells me that the workout isn't over till he offers me nucks. If he offers me nucks, then I'm done. Okay. And of course, he laughs at how many times I reach for nucks, and, and he don't get nucks back, and he won't give them to me. I'm like, hey, wasn't he? No, he don't know shit. Well, I tell you. Well, I've learned too, because you know, this is such a. You know, I've, my whole life I've been working my way around things like this, and so I've, I'm very, very got a lot of skill at it. I've, I've learned now he has a timer over there that I picked up on, and if I think we're done, and I look and it says like 36 minutes, I know we're not done. If I look over there and it's got 50 plus, then this is the last thing. So there's nothing worse for me to think I'm in the end. Look over and see like 38. Is it digital mm-hmm. or is it a digital? No, yeah. you can't go over and bump. No, <laughs> no it's, it's, Rick. How about when they give you a timer for like just one exercise and they get distracted and oh, you see the, that you're done? Worst. You're like, hey, timer, it's timer. The, hey, it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> We're past 60 seconds. You're right. Hey, don't be taking texts from your wife now. You got somebody dying over here. <laughs> <laughs> Been holding this plane for quite some time. I know you got three babies, but wait a minute, you got to worry about this baby right now. <laughs> so the and, poor baby, don't hey, leave, and time. <laughs> don't leave Big Pop over here like this now. <laughs> You're killing me. When you said we're gonna do this for sixty seconds, that's what I mean. <laughs> we got my mindset for it and everything. No, I didn't say seventy. <laughs> You know, and, so, and we're pretty good at timing in our oh, head. Yes, oh, yes, sir. Of course. Yeah. Well, he, he know you think I don't know a 60? Yeah. <laughs> and I, hey, look, I don't mind a 15 seconds. Has a, hey, 15 left. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hang on. Now, let me tell you what I don't like. <laughs> and you can always tell these new guys, and I got this. He's trained one guy that I get every now and then, mm-hmm. Mike. And I, you can tell the new guys. I tell them, say, hey, look, in the future. Don't say forty seconds left. No. Okay. So 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 yeah. Don't don't give me a forty. Okay. I don't want to hear from you till we're 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 inside thirty coming out. If you want to say fifteen seconds, that's fine. Yeah. Because then I know I can do this for fifteen more seconds. Don't say forty. Don't don't check in with me twenty seconds in. He might as well say, "Hey, we just started." Right. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm on the plus, we don't have a timer for that. Right. If I'm on the thirty and a six. If I'm on the rower for three minutes, don't don't holler out. Don't holler out ninety seconds. Okay. Let's get down in, inside a minute. That's right. what I want to hear, uh, Bubba. We've got another winner today. You see, you see, you see Helen Gilmore over there. I do with yeah. a big smile. Yeah. So we're going to talk to <laughs> Helen, uh, the the latest winner in Fix Mama's Mouth. The the daughter Angel sent us the letter. There she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, we've often talked about Dudney and and his his family there at the at Dudney's office. Uh, you know, this winner knows that that Dudney's a different type of dentist because they brought cake balls for us to eat. <laughs> There's nothing that says, look at my new, new teeth, quite like loads of sugar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, but, but look, they make cookies, so they started this trend. So that's that, right. That, that, that's that's you know, right. They taught you to be that way. So we'll do that. Uh, we'll also uh, look at the uh, the headlines that, that have happened since the last time we were together. Uh, Bubba, have you anything happened to you in the last twenty four hours involving uh, snakes and storms? No, nothing negative. How about the storms last night? Yeah. I want to we, talk to you. We about had that. one right on top of, of us, yep. yeah. and the lightning just went. On. Oh, I mean, it was, it was. I like, could see it from it was, my house. You know, we could see each other's yeah. houses, and it, it, I thought the same thing. It was like a strobe light yeah. well, the whole night. I, I, it's funny I you mean, said that because I, I, I remember that storm too. Because you know, I'm, I'm in the valley. I don't have the money for the hill, but <laughs> uh, all I get to crest. But but the uh, but the gosh, like, I did I did that yellowish thing that you and I do all the time. And I, I realized that some people were not accustomed to us. So I, I ran into some people that were wanting to let me know that there may be something that we might get excited about to, to make donations to. 
And and I said, yeah, you know, send us the information, whatever. And I said, now, look, I'm just going to tell you all right now. I wish you could have seen their faces. I said, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. I said, you need to talk to Bussy. I said, <laughs> I, said, I, I, said, I said, he's the one with the money. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, I mean, I said, if you notice, if you'll just stare. He's the one with the problems. Yeah. I said, when he walks by, if you just look at that front pocket, it's just bulging. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I said, and I know a roll you, big enough to choke a horse. And right? I said, you may think it's full of peanut butter crackers, but yeah. right, it's not. No. It's no. not. I, no. he, I, I said, he usually carry around cash and hand it out. Just, you never know when. So I, just if he, drop it. If he comes through here, that's who you need to be talking. I, I said mm-hmm. that you know I'm in sales. I, don't go right. after the person that, that's not going to deliver. Right. You're, you're right. Well, that's a decision. Yeah, maker, you, you, right? you've picked the wrong one. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. We'll jump into this. And um, but you're right. I, we, and, and I've got another one. You, you'll be glad to know too. I did catch up and watch the Netflix Johnny Football special. Good. Yeah, so, and, and, good. Everybody here. So did Ham. So did Speedy. Yeah. And the first episode of the quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Now the Johnny Manziel thing had a guy in the Wednesday Bible study say, "Hey, how about a heads up on the f bombs?" Uh, now, now yeah. if you don't like yeah. the f word, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Johnny's wow. gonna hit you with that. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Well, you're responding, uh, and that is to naturally, it's clean. Uh, these products are fantastic, uh, loved by the Rick and Bubba wives, and uh, like I say, Sherry keeps telling me. Uh, that every time she tries one of their new products, uh, whatever it accomplishes, like the stain remover, uh, for instance, she said best stain remover I've ever used, so much better than anything on the shelves at the store. And then uh, they have one that's specifically for toilets. Nobody likes that. But you do want it to be efficient. And she said it, it the, it's the best cleaning product that I've ever used. Uh, and of course they have a, a little bit of everything, no matter what kind of cleaning you need to do, there is a product from naturally it's clean, uh, that you will love. And if you want to get their starter pack, this is uh, we'll send you four of their top selling items. So you can kind of get a feel you get 15% off for a limited time. When you go to naturally it's slash Rick Bubba bottom line, they're just fantastic products. A nice byproduct for that is naturally it's clean. They have developed uh, the, the the wonder of uh, plant oils and these botanical oils and the job they do lifting the actual stains up, not just spreading them out. Uh, and so it's also a clean product. You don't have to worry about dangerous chemicals or anything like that. And they're not from that woke world of they're trying to save the planet, you know, climate change, none of that. But it is a, a product that is eco-friendly and is clean, and that's good for everybody in your house and around your house. Uh, and also, you know, good for the environment as well. Naturallyitsclean.com slash Rick Bubba, manufactured right here in the USA. They support your conservative values on top of everything. They offer free two-day shipping. So why don't you start with the product that uh, that we have fallen in love with? Naturallyitsclean.com slash Rick Bubba. It started many, many moons ago. Uh, we met uh, a wonderful man, Dr. Dudney, and uh, we hit it off with Dudney immediately. Uh, our families have been taken care of by, by Dudney and his wonderful team uh, for years and years and years. And uh, the idea uh, came up uh, from Dudney, what do you think about us providing a dental makeover uh, for someone? And, and it was getting around Mother's Day, and of course, only this show. And we said, what do you think we should call it? What, what do you think we should call 
the opportunity to get a dental makeover for somebody's mama, and and only this show would come up with and stay with the name Fix Mama's Mouth. Right. Well, we it, just we felt it, like it was direct. It, it, it told it what was happening, sure. and, and it was clear. People yeah. knew what you were talking about. So, Dr. Yeah. Dudney, welcome back, buddy. Thank you, Rick. So great to be here. Once we got the, the bleeding stopped, we yep. can get settled you in. <laughs> uh, Dudney came through the door bleeding. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, it's ha- tough getting here sometimes. I don't even know. I'm yeah. getting out of the car, and something, I bumped my elbow on it's something. It's the crowd out there. It's I'm the crowd. You. It's yes. the people. Yeah. That's what it is. Everybody out there waiting on you in the rain. That's right. Yeah. So, Christy, good to see you. Oh, yes. Good team, to see y'all. Team Dudney is here. And uh, and so, um, uh, once again, you get to see the work. Uh, how does it feel? Does it, uh, does it ever get old? Nev- never gets old. And I do, but that doesn't, you know, because <laughs> people say, why are you still working? I said, because of people like Helen. I mean, it's just fun. It's enjoyable. And so... Yeah. I, you get a lot out of it. It's a very rewarding experience to see somebody kind of transformed and yeah. to hear what they say. And uh, it just makes it makes it worthwhile. It's it's fun to be able to do something like that. Well, there she is. There's there Helen Gilmore. Hey, Helen. Got a big Ooh. smile this morning. Look, just grinning from ear to ear. Her daughter Angel's here. Angel, can your mama stop grinning? She just won't she stop. Can't. She cannot stop. She just stop. smiled all the time. Helen, tell us about this. What what has this been like? Um, It really doesn't seem real still. Um, It is overwhelming it really is but it has been life-changing um absolutely amazing and it's such a generous gift but i I was telling christy it's not um just the gift it's the way they give it Mm -hmm. and they are um dr dunning and his staff are just so compassionate and they have just treated me great and the transformation in my teeth is just it's unbelievable. So I know, Bubba, you talked about this in the very beginning, and you can see this happening over here. I mean, you, you have a new confidence. There's, there's a confidence. Yeah, you have it. to learn to smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you forget. I mean, you, you subconsciously don't want to show off, uh, you know, what you don't, you're proud of. Right. And, uh, and now that you have this, you, ha- you, you want to smile, and, but you have to remember to do it. I, I don't want to exaggerate, Angel, the daughter, but I mean, is it? It's, it's almost is it almost like life is put back into your mama on something is something Absolutely. that may we may think is not that big a deal, but when you when you when you want when you're even when you're joyful, but like you say, Bubba, you're having to constantly think about your smile. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like she's almost just like you hear how excited Thunder is out there about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at first, at first, I thought yeah, well, the building is grounded well. I thought to myself, <laughs> Super Tom Scott has started bowling again. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah, that, that's Thunder, y'all hear in the background uh but uh, almost like there's just a shot of life that's been put in your mama absolutely it's such a big difference yeah so. i love the new confidence that she has isn't that great so Helen, how did it feel to hear the letter that your daughter wrote oh my goodness it just made my heart almost burst um yeah. of course i cried tears of happiness um it was just beautiful to know that you know she feels that way yeah I didn't mean to make you cry. That's, that's okay. okay. That's okay. <laughs> I am an emotional person. <laughs> well, that's okay. We're going to take the squalling. Uh, so, Dudney, why don't you tell the audience what, what, what we actually did here, what, what actually okay. took place? So, you know, basically, uh, she had some dental work done many years ago from a car accident mm-hmm. that she was in, and she had some crowns that were, were done, and, and the, they'd start to, you know, get old, but the you can see around the gum line it's real dark and she had spaces between her teeth she just never was happy with that and yeah. uh and i can understand why but a lot of it is you know what was done at the time and she had some quite a bit of damage done to her teeth so 
that's understandable. But basically, we just went in there and took those old crowns off, put new ones in, and she had four teeth, and we went ahead and just completed her smile, which we always feel like is ten teeth. So we we did, you know, back a little bit further than what she had and, you know, just kind of built things out, when, especially with females. You know, so if you if you take those side teeth and you build them out a little bit, it gives support to the soft tissues, to the lip and all. It gives a fuller, little fuller smile. And it keeps, you know, things from drooping down and wrinkles in the face. It kind of makes those disappear. So it's it's kind of a neat transformation. It can really can re- look pretty amazing uh, when you see some of the results that can be obtained by doing a full smile like that. So you was it was it a little bit? I mean, I mean, in a good way. Was it was it odd the first time you looked at yourself in the mirror and you how much it really has changed your your look and your face? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I. I think I looked in the mirror every day at my <laughs> old teeth, right. you know, yeah, yeah. and um, when you look in the mirror and you, it just completely changes your entire look. Um, like I said, it is still just like a dream to me. Uh, it's life changing. It does make you look so different. Um, I guess I didn't realize how much until I see the side by side pictures. Right. It's like, who is this girl? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, so, Angel, what you know, we always when you're trying to do something for your mom, you might get your mom a nice card, or you might <laughs> get your mom some flowers, and, and eventually that goes away. What about this gift you've given your mom that 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 you will see for the, for the rest of of, your, of her life here on this earth? I don't take any credit for it. I thank God was in the center of it. Yeah. And- I'm just, I'm so happy for her. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, and you get to see that gift every single time you see her. Absolutely. Yeah, it's never that gift where your mom goes, well, you know, I took that down. Oh, I know. Yeah, I put that <laughs> up. I know. Yeah, that's, uh, so many things fade. Yeah, and, and, and the technology, doesn't need that, that just continues to advance. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, the whole dental world has, you know, we used to make the joke, when are there yeah. going to be some changes? Well, boy, it sure has changed. Yeah, yeah and it's the, the, the changes even continuing as we speak, and the future of dentistry is really bright uh, because of, did you just Boy, say the future of dentistry is really bright? Yeah. Isn't that good? And so are some smiles, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially the advances we're making with yeah. whitening. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. uh, she's got, Helen has this neat story that she, I mean, she may want to share with you, but yeah. she shared it with us. Yeah. And it was about how she had heard, um, I think it was Steve Harvey you were saying. Yes, tell you Steve to write Harvey's down 300 um, that, challenge. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll, we'll come back because I'd love for this, you to tell everybody your story. This is a pretty cool story. Yeah, she told and us that. And, uh, and when Angel said it's a God thing, you know, some there's there can be some truth to that. I mean, obviously, you know, she still had to be voted on. Sure. There were three sure. finalists. Sure. But uh, so just getting picked and then winning from the listening audience. Uh, there's there's a lot at play there, you know. Well, why? anytime these things, yeah, all yeah. the things have to fall into place, and uh, so uh, Helen Gilmore yeah. is the winner. So uh, we talked about fix mother's mouth, and, and and we got another mama in here, Helen Gilmore. Her daughter Angel <laughs> wrote the letter. Doctor Dudney and Christy from Team Dudney are, are all here today, and uh, we're excited, and we've seen the results. So you've seen them if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, but uh, Helen, we want to hear kind of the story. Uh, your story, how all this took place. So, so why don't you enlighten the audience uh, about your very intriguing and incredible story? Well, I think the one that Dr. Dudney was, um, the way uh, it all started, um, it was January 28th, and um, I was listening to Steve Harvey um, on a podcast late mm-hmm. one night, mm-hmm. 
and um, we love Steve. He's very he funny. Is. And he was talking about um, making. It's called the three hundred uh, challenge, I believe is is what it is, where you list three hundred things you would like from God. Mm-hmm. And three hundred. Three hundred. Well, I couldn't even get to a hundred. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I thought of everything I could think of. Right. But anyway, that was January twenty eighth. Now, um, I had never heard of the. Mama makeover. Um, never, never heard fix mama's, mama's mouth. Never Where have you been? Of it. I know. <laughs> right. I'm like, what in the world? Right. But um, <laughs> anyway, I'd never heard of of it before. But so I got my little notebook out and I started making my list and um of everything that I wanted and needed from God. Um, number thirty one was to have my teeth fixed. Thirty one. Now my daughter didn't know about the list. Nobody mm-hmm. knew but me and God. Mm-hmm. And um. So, Angel's husband is a huge fan of y'all. He has watched y'all since he was 10 years old. And that's or listen be, to you. That's got to be reassuring to you. Now, he's the one you left in the car with a yes. thunderstorm, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. yeah. He's Sorry out there about laughing that. right now. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but to know we'll let you in, sir. <laughs> to know that your daughter married a Rick and Bubba fan has to feel uh, the, the yes, peace that comes great. with that. Yeah. He said he can't believe this either. But anyway, so I uh, made this list and. Um, he listens to y'all, and he asked Angel, he said, you know, Rick and Bubba is doing um, Fix Mama's Mouth contest. Uh, does your mom need her teeth fixed? And she was like, yes. Mm-hmm. So she come and was asking me because I don't like, you know, I didn't like my pictures taken mm-hmm. um, with my teeth showing. And right. She said, now, Mom, I'm going to have to uh, take pictures and everything. And so I told her, of course, you know, and I'm, thinking my number 31 i've made this list and that's when i told angel about the list how about that and so you know when i made it to the top three mm-hmm. um angel come down and i was in the bathroom putting my contacts in and she was like mama you made it to the top three and it was just unbelievable <laughs> and so you know things just kind of got really stressful after that because I'm thinking if I'm this close oh my goodness. to this life-changing yeah. dream of mine and then I lose, right? you know, and so... It's kind of like being in a championship game and you lose by like one point. You really yes. just wish you'd lost and by I 50. I would have lost <laughs> you know, by right. 1% probably. Yeah, 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 right. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, you got down to the three and then Angel, How? when did you find out she was in the final three? Let's see. The day that y'all announced it, okay. Um, my husband he watches the show every morning, so I said, "Call me whenever, you know, you find out." So he called me, and he I was at my mom's house, and he was like, "She made it in the top three. and I said, "Don't be playing with me." <laughs> right. and I, I had to get on there and make sure because <laughs> we're pranksters. Yeah, <laughs> we prank each other all the time. I said, "Don't this ain't something to mess around," you know. And I got on there and looked, and I was so excited. I ran in there. I was like, "You made top three. I was, I was so excited. So how how did how did y'all find out you won? <laughs> well, I was so stressed out over the the voting process. Right, I yeah. mean, it was grueling. <laughs> I mean, I I would want to give up. And I I told uh, my girls, I said because we were all just staying up late and watching them votes and watching it turn, you know. And um, I had told them, I said, you know, the other lady would like to win as much as y'all want mama to. And right. I said, you know, we just need to stop. We have got to stop because we were all just stressing so bad over it. And, um, but anyway, so I had stayed up really late the night before 
you know, we had y'all made us wait days before we found out <laughs> after the voting was over. And so I slept, um, stayed up real late uh, the night before, and I was dead asleep. And Angel and her husband, I live in their backyard, mm-hmm. me and my little grandson, Bubba. Mm-hmm. How about that? Um, anyway, I heard my door open, and I didn't even think about it. But I, I got up, didn't have my contacts on. I was looking at Angel and Richie walked in, and she was like, Mama, you won. <laughs> How about that? They were both so excited, uh, <laughs> and I just, it was just unbelievable to me. You went there, number 31. Yeah, they, 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 they take 31 off. How's, how's everything coming with 1 through 30? That's the one that has. <laughs> that's the only one yet, but yeah. I, it's that's not, all right. A year's not over yet. That's right. That's See, right. That, that's God telling you he moved it to number one. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's great. And what? And isn't it fun to be able to celebrate something like that and the, and yeah. the elation that comes with that? Yeah. And, uh, and then, and then you guys are sitting there just thinking we, we've gotten so close, and uh, I'm so so thankful it all worked out. Now, you know, you you feel kind of bad for the other two finalists. But oh, that, absolutely. You know, but you know, but but that, maybe they'll come back in again. We've had some that have tried it multiple times, and, yep. and it's worked out for them too. Yeah, and you know, they're all so we say this Everybody's every worthy. time. They're all worthy. Everybody's they worthy. They wouldn't they wouldn't be in a final three, but there's right. so many others that are too. And right. you want some people to win. Unfortunately. You know, we pick one every year, and well, I wish I wish more could win. But I'll keep doing it as long as you want to do it because I I love it when somebody gets to win. Yeah. So. Well, at first I was worried. You know, when Dudney came in bleeding, I thought, uh oh, one of the other finalists <laughs> has attacked Dudney <laughs> in the parking lot. Shot in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> somebody knocked him got, on the pavement. Got bit by somebody. <laughs> somebody knocked him down on the pavement. He scraped him up. <laughs> <laughs> that Helen Gilmore. <laughs> so, uh, well, congratulations, and Dudney. Uh, yeah, just we're think, happy for y'all. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you so know, much. and Bubba, you know this. Y'all, y'all know this now. And everybody who deals with you and your team, uh, I'm talking to Doctor Dudney now. Right. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing. Isn't it? Y'all all are, I mean, you guys make people feel so wonderful, and you got such wonderful hearts, and you're such a giving guy, and. Um, uh, your kindness is uh, has not. Uh, I know you don't do it for that. You do it because that's who you are. But, but just know that it matters, and people really, really appreciate what you do. Well, you and know, how you do it, you feel like that when you have something to give back, it's good because I've been blessed in my life, and I'm very fortunate to be so blessed and uh, with family and friends and the people that work with me in my office. And it's nice to be able to give something back you know i just i i'm thankful every day and you know people like christy's been with me for she's in her 38th year right now in my office so mm, she didn't wow. look she didn't look like she could have worked that long i may not i may be saying but uh you know and, and temple's been with me over 35 years so we've got a couple people in our office that you know been with me a long time and got some really good people that work there um tina and ashlyn and and you know uh they've I, my core group is is really good. Well, you've been good to the listeners of this audience, and you've been good to our families, and, and we, we're, we're glad to call you friend, and congratulations, Helen Gilmore. Thank the you. latest Thank winner you. in Fix Mama's Mouth, Angel. And where are them cookie balls at? That's right. And let's all, let's all go eat cake balls. Cake balls. Yeah. And celebrate. And Dudney's brought in some turkey apple cheese sandwiches. Is Damn. that right? Yep. Uh, thank you for that. Man. You did that. No, no, no. Okay. No. You want you want to made by my wife, who's a great chef. That's who I thought. Of. That's good. All right, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
So, Rick, I, I want to uh, throw something at you, kind of a new segment okay, yeah. here called like Either it. Or. I like Either Or. And uh, yeah. I'm going to give you a couple of stories, and you tell me you, which one you had rather do, or okay. both, Okay. if you want to. Okay. The Tennessee Titans are getting a new indoor stadium or the Alaska Purchase. Mm. I'm going with the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, yeah. because let me tell you, this one right here has got so many facts on the other one yeah. that it may just, bog us down for a few can, hours. I, I'm going to tell you this, and it doesn't mean that – because mm. I know that I cover topics sometimes, and we do it for the audience. It doesn't mean the, the teams right. teams into right. it. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then there's times that I have to say it's probably, if you're just, we were just honest, we be, we can be a bit, a bit self-indulgent sure. and we'll do a story sure. that only we care about. Right. Uh, but I will tell you just off the top, mm. I really am not interested in the Alaska thing. Well, I wasn't either. Right. I wasn't yeah. either until right. yesterday, but because, right. Right. you know, you, you were talking about land, you, you know, we yeah. talk about farms and sure. things sometimes. Right. Uh, it was interesting to me that you, you realize we purchased Alaska for about two, two cents an acre. I told you, right. he's yeah. two cents. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to still talk this about it. I didn't ask for this. I know, but I, I just thought that was interesting. I asked for the stadium. I just he's trying to bring that. You're trying to pull him in. And I, I love get the fact he's on the stadium now, and that's old news. You get the whole state for $7.2 million. You know what I mean? What a deal. I listen to it. Now, let me tell you what you're not allowed to do. It's bigger than Texas, California, Montana put together. There you go. Here's what you're not allowed to do, because I know this is about to open a door. You're not allowed when we get the price of this stadium mm-hmm. and you tell me now you compare that to what we pay for Alaska <laughs> well because I, I know that's what you're about to say it, it's, it, it is going to sound a bit daunting <laughs> at 2.1 billion <laughs> wow uh but how about this He's the, showing me alaska i don't want to see alaska the, i want to see the stadium the oh, tennessee no. titans are going to build a new indoor stadium state-of-the-art it'll be open in 2027 and and we've been affiliated with the titans before and wow speed used to be their yeah. inside guy yeah, i mean their it. stadium guy you talking about nfl's so, number one stadium man <laughs> yeah yeah and uh so i mean look at this drawing of what it's going to look like oh, isn't that incredible boy i sure hope the titans are good again you know, because uh, late in the year, you know, being in Tennessee, like a lot of southern uh, uh, locations, the the grass starts turning, mm-hmm. you know, kind of losing its luster a little bit. And uh, Oh, I'll but, tell you why I this, want a stadium. This, this will absolutely be a game changer. It's going it? to look beautiful on, on the skyline of Nashville, but I want the indoor not for late in the year. I early, want it when no. you go early and you're out there and it's September and it's 101 degrees and you're yeah. trying to watch a football game that kicked off at 12, yep. a noon. No, I don't want any part of that. And, you know, the SEC just uh, renewed their championship game with Atlanta, but Nashville wants a shot at it, and yeah. this is going to make a difference. Yeah. You know, Dallas Super is Bowl also too. saying we want a shot at it now yeah. since uh, Texas is going to be heavily involved in the SEC. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll be another great dome stadium for uh, for uh, an NFL team. That And, really, I think they're building it, off in all fairness, just for the next Taylor Swift tour. Well, you <laughs> I, I think that is the reason they're yeah. really building it. Don't forget, too, that the SEC game at one time was played in this city where we do the show, and, and we kept giving them Legion Field. <laughs> I well, wonder. I wonder why they left. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to you got to move, or you or yep. you lose. You know? <laughs> yep, yep, that's right. You're right. You're all over that. Yeah, sure. Y'all don't want to stay here at Legion Field. Well, y'all got say you're going to build us a dome. You never would because you're afraid somebody make money off of it. You know, what uh, a beautiful facility that'll be. These stadiums yeah, too. Fantastic. I mean, they're not just stadiums right. anymore. They're works of art. Yeah. And, and here's, ah, they're still trying to show what, you. Are you pulling the Alaska This stuff? is the paperwork for the Alaska purchase. <laughs> yeah, all right, Bubba, go ahead. Pretty cool. I, no, I, I, that's all. Do I, don't, I don't really have I, I have nothing have a else. Lot I don't have nothing, anything else to add on the stadium look, other than, wow, that's cool. I, I didn't really care for history when I was in school, but I think if I, as I've got older, I appreciate it. But oh, I really of course. I stumbled across some of these facts yesterday. Right. 
And I, I've often wondered, you know, Alaska was part of Russia. So we're good. Well, here we go. Here we go. There it goes. Wow. I will tell you this. Don't I, you I, think I would, that's odd that yeah. people who live right. there, yep. and it was sparsely populated, but the people who live there were Russians. Right. And then one day they're Americans. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that weird? I will tell you this. I am more interested in hearing about Alaska than the latest latest from the Riverfront Brawl. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, it just yeah, keeps yeah, going, right, doesn't yeah. it? Right. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might have had enough of that one. I think we've covered it. Yeah, but uh, but no, so that the, the, Bubba asked me, this is where this started. It was yesterday. You, you asked me yesterday, do you think Russia regrets selling off that land? Do they wish they had it? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you bet. You well, bet. They, they thought it was <laughs> a they thought it was a frozen wasteland. It was a long way from Moscow. That's on the other side of Russia. the The divide between the mainland of Russia and Alaska is like fifty five miles. Now, at one time, it was connected. Mm-hmm. Okay, during the ice. Tell me again how big it is. Bigger, you could fit Texas. California and Montana all inside and still have land left. Because the first time you said that, I was worried about the dome. Right. So now I can right. really take that in. That's well, it's re- huge. That's really big. It's huge. That's so it. big. It's huge. So big. How much of it can people actually inhabit? Well, I, I think with technology now, they can live about anywhere they want to. According to all these Most TV shows. Most of it's in the South. According to all these right. TV shows, they live all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they How do. many Alaska shows But back up? then, think about back then in uh, 1867, the technology wasn't there. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't have modern heating and cooling and automobiles and all that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you had to keep the horse up there, that was a tough That was a tough ride. I know how the Russians feel, mm-hmm. and, and this is going to be inside. <clears throat> but those of you that know, this is going to slay you, okay? And remember, this goes back to the, what it, I, I promise you, if I had bought Alaska, the price would have gone up right before I got there, okay? <laughs> okay. And then tanked after. If you think the Russians feel bad, yeah. I had a chance to buy a beach house during the housing crash on 30A mm-hmm. on the I Gulf Coast that. in Alice Beach on the beach side, mm-hmm. okay, for, for less than a million dollars. I bet you can't get it now for that, can you? Uh, that, that current is about $8 million Yeah, if you want it now. Yeah. I was going to say 8 to 10, yeah. yeah. But when they had the crane sitting there and it was a ghost town and they were tumbleweed blowing through. <laughs> Uh, they, they, buddy, you could get a deal. Of course, of course, of well, course, because I, I, nah, I pass. You, you know, a lot of people made fun. I don't want fun. to take that on. A lot of people made fun. Yeah, of, I don't, I, other, I wouldn't want $7 million profit right now. <laughs> I no, I don't need that. Y'all keep that. That's good. <laughs> good. I'm fine. That's too big a hassle. Hey, Rick, right. Rick, let me, let me refer you back to the day the guy said, would you like a franchise and well, I can get you three cities where you live of this new group? And they're going to make Subway sandwiches. I remember and this. And I said, no, I don't think it'll make it. Push back. <laughs> that guy retired a few years after that. Hadn't heard from him since. Right. And, and you just did a story that 10,000 people changed their name to it. That's okay. Right. <laughs> it's those little misses we remember. It's little misses. It, it reminds me of, uh, of the quarterback special last night when Mahomes was saying, you remember the losses more than you do the you wins. Did. And you really yeah, do. You did. Sherry, we're not going to be able to come down to the beach anymore. We do. We got all these kids. We got all this stuff. Uh-huh. It, we, then we're going to have to hassle with this thing. <laughs> so we better off just keep renting. Uh, your phone calls are next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, Holly, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. What's going on? Good morning, guys. Hey. Hey, I uh, was listening to uh, Rick having an opportunity about the condo and uh, uh, Bubba about the Subway franchise. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
In 2012, I was I came into just a little bit of money through some life insurance. Mm-hmm. And I was on the computer and in these little circle that looked like a, a stupid circus, like something just to take money. It said Bitcoin, a penny. Mm. I said, oh, Lord, what's that? Well, I kept clicking it off. This went on for two weeks, and I finally kept clicking it off, clicking it off, clicking it off. Thought it was a joke, never bought it, didn't even look back on it until 2016 when it was like $6,000 a coin. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. The is mystery went up to 60000 Do you know how many times I have calculated how much I could have bought with just $1,000 at a penny a show? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. Now I know some people on Bitcoin uh, that that did what you should have done. They bought it when it was real, real cheap, and is when it got up, and they realized it probably couldn't sustain itself. But this would be a huge profit. They cashed out and did quite, quite well on it. Mm-hmm. Now you didn't want to stay too long. No, uh, I, I think most people the problem is they ride it too long. Too when long. You, when you get a good profit, you can sell, take your principal back, and then take what you made or the house money and reinvest that. And yeah, then I, you never lose. I've got some people I know. Maybe I shouldn't name them, mm-hmm. and they're sitting on like land that they're never going to use. They're not. They don't do anything there. They don't live there. They don't have a Great. desire to live there. I mean, it's, it's just sitting there, just doing nothing. And, and I know who you're talking. And they'll about. Talk, I know exactly. And they'll who talk you're about how much about. they keep being <clears throat> yeah. offered for it. And they're in their late sixties. And I'm like, what are you waiting on? <laughs> I, I don't understand why why that's not. <laughs> nah, I believe I can get more for it. But, yeah, but that that right there would do it. I mean, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I mean, if you just got that, yeah, you're you're good. I, I, you know, some of them, like you say, hang on to it too long. Yeah. Uh, well, land may be a little bit different because it's not going anywhere. But I mean, for stock yeah. investing or, or Bitcoin stuff, you know. Oh, which, you really got to stay on top of it. that's why. Because you know, we we knew a guy. If we won't go into any names, that had invested in the stock market in a company, and it had just gone crazy. I mean, his initial. No, yeah few thousand dollar investment was up like a hundred grand. Yes. And he just kept holding on to it. Right. And then sure enough, it, it came back down. Perfect. He, he, he made some money on it, but he could have made a lot more. Perfect example. Bubba and I have invested in this show far too long. We should have got out. We, now it's on the tank. You know what? Uh, Robert, uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, several years ago, uh, we had a young man come to us. Uh, a couple of physicians and myself were doing some investments and, uh, he had a rocking chair. He was from Lebanon, Tennessee. And he uh, he had a new idea of putting these rocking chairs in front of these restaurants and put them all over the place and served cornbread and beans. And, uh, of course, the doctor's wife got involved, and they just thought, no, they need to add something nice. And uh, the guy didn't want to change his idea, and we didn't invest. And later on, this guy started all the cracker barrels all over. Oh, <laughs> oh. You know, have you noticed too, and this is a very broad brush, but so many doctors make a lot of money. They work very hard. They, you know, reap the investment they've made, which is incredible trying Mm -hmm. to to get through all that, what they go through. Yeah. But so many of them just don't seem to be very good with their money. Have you ever noticed that? No, you're right. Yeah. Here's a guy from email. The guy who started Tailgate Guys, that's that's one of these companies, you know, yeah. where you just, oh, yeah. they, they set mm-hmm. it up. Just got, we, we did it when I'm at Mississippi State, yeah. that, one of those companies. He said he wanted me to go in with him when he started it, and I told him I couldn't leave my steady 55000 a year job. <laughs> he said he just sold it and retired at forty. Golly. Hey, I got to take a pass on that. <laughs> 
Look, well, we'll, we'll we, see. we've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, I can have a long list of things I missed on it. Long yarn. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a tragic story. Uh, uh, a lot of times, the kids like to hear it at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And, and then and then you go on the other end of the spectrum, but we didn't push back on the restaurant. <laughs> well, yeah. there's some we, we right. fell right that, in. Like yeah. I said to the kid yesterday, right? Yep. And everybody who's been successful, you're gonna have some losses. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite one when y'all bring this up is the Krispy Kreme thing. That's well, that was favorite. an investment. Yeah, that was that was us <laughs> overthinking something. You know, sometimes you Hell can, no, that won't work out. You know, you know, I didn't know anything about the stock market, but let me tell you what I did know. People eat donuts. Yeah. 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 I mean, and they'll eat them no matter what's going on, who the president is, whether we're, we're at war, yeah, don't famine. Care. Don't care. You know, You're going to eat donuts. I bet people still kept eating them through COVID. <clears throat> uh, let's go to, to Clayton. Clayton, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. How you doing? Uh, Rick and Bubba. Clayton, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, back several weeks, I mean, well, my granddaddy, we lived down in Andalusia, so we're close to the beach. And uh, he used to tell me all the time that he went down to the beach way before anything had ever developed. I mean, this was back when there was nothing there. And he walked up, this guy was selling the land on the beach, and he said he could buy it for a, a dollar an acre or, you know, something like that. So, And uh, my granddaddy had the opportunity to buy him and my uncle wind up, you know, have an opportunity to buy it down there. And they both looked at him and said, you're crazy because you, they're both farmers. You can't grow anything on this sand. Right. And uh, so anyway, they did not buy. And, of course, it's right there where Destin is now. Oh. So, yeah. um, mm. <laughs> no, I, they were on the I'll tell, tell you what to grow in that sand, condos. Yeah. What, no, you're, you're right, yeah, Clay. Absolutely. They, they grow great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard I've heard many say that when it, the, that beach – Property was cheap for that very reason. Like, what can you do with it? Sand. Yep. Yep. And uh, boy, boy. And you could, there was a time you, I, I actually checked on just a lot. Just a lot. There's nothing there. I mean, it's nothing but sand. And I thought to myself, well, that'd be good. I might build me a little something right there. Be good for the family, long time. And I called, they called me back now. And they said, yeah, Mr. Burgess, now we need to let you know before you even get started, we're not taking any offers less than $6 million. I said, for the sand? <laughs> and, and that little old shack that's been sitting there since, and they said, yeah, I'm just telling you, mm-hmm. it's, it's a big lot, and there's lots you can do with it, and they start telling me all things you can build yeah. on it and all that, and I said, well, I thank you for your time. And, yeah. and, and probably if, I, if I'd have bought that beach house, I'd be in. <laughs> and they probably got more offers than they could filter through Oh yeah, at that, too. That's what's wild. Paul, Kansas City. Paul, go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, How but, are you? We're good. We're good. Well, I started going to Pensacola Beach. I've got a place down there. We were we were on the uh, Friday show in February with two of my cousins. Oh yeah, and we we started going to Pensacola in '78, and at the time, Pensacola Beach was mainly flat concrete block houses. My wife and I had a chance to buy one in '78 for thirty-six thousand dollars on the beach, <laughs> and we were going to rent it out to help pay for it. We're driving back in '78, and we're saying. That's three hundred dollars a month. What if it doesn't rent? Nobody's got three hundred bucks a month, you know, to spare. Well, then those houses go up now. If the hurricane takes one out, the lots of millions. So I've got a condo down there now. Yeah. Well, and I think Speedy's going yeah. down in a yeah. couple. Of I'm feet. actually going to stay in that condo. Are you really? I oh, am. Speedy found a freebie. No, no. Well, we'll <laughs> talk about it. Speedy found a friend. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. He co-founded uh, the band uh, Dead at 80 today and wrote some incredible music uh, and very talented cat. 
It is interesting that he's a Canadian and he wrote The Night They Drove Old Dixie Day. Uh, but he uh, said he interviewed uh, some of the old uh, Southern men and talking about their granddaddies and great granddaddies. And he said it inspired him to write uh, that uh, about the Civil War. He became fascinated with that. Uh, but anyway, a lot of music. That, Play a couple uh, of those clips because people will re- recognize some of those. They probably oh, don't think they know his songs. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, the band, just their catalog is just uh, incredible. So, so anyway, he uh, has died at 80 years old. I've, I've watched their documentary, and of course, the last waltz is the last time they all played together as some of the original members. That's a great documentary too. I think Martin Scorsese did that, didn't he? Uh, so so anyway, uh, Robbie mm-hmm. Robertson uh, dead at 80. Uh, I just put in a TheraBreath lozenge, uh, but you know why? Because I've already had coffee, uh, and I've gotten here and had my breakfast, and so now I'm like, you know what? I, I, I need to get that breath back uh, to where the guys don't dread me. Um, and TheraBreath has all these products, and they are designed to really go after what is actually causing the bad breath. So look for these products. You can find them at retailers, over 100 different retailers. But I know sometimes, based on chef space, like uh, the grocery store nearest me where I normally get the lozenges, I'm I'm having a hard time finding those on the shelf, so I just order them. You can go to therabreath.com if you can't find the particular product you're looking for, but but some of their products should be there, Uh, over 100 of those. And they've got the toothpaste. They've got the mouthwash. They've got, uh, you know, rinses for your gums to keep your gums healthy. Um, You know, oral hygiene has a lot to do with your overall health. So in these products, there's there's no one who does it better than Therabreath. So go to therabreath.com or look for them at retail everywhere uh, and we're proud to have them as a sponsor and they have been for many years so Bubba I, I was looking at this tweet you know span where we live and a lot of you are in, in similar climates that to catch the show you know our, our life right now consists this time of year and it always does blazing hot weather uh, I know you see some of the, the and those in the environmental cult are acting like that this blazing hot weather for some of us in August is something new. It, it isn't. Uh, but anyway, in the humidity where we live just gets through the roof. I mean, if you wear glasses or even put on sunglasses, you get out of your vehicle and you can't even see right. uh, because your glasses fog yeah. up. You can't see anything. So this produces some pretty intense thunderstorms and lightning pretty much every afternoon. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, and evening. So span has been concerned about this. And I'll tell you about another thing that happened, uh, last night span is trying to educate people. He cannot stand. And you remember when you were growing up and the old man would say, that's just heat lightning. Right? Right, you talking right. about Mac daddy. Oh yeah. Still here to this day. Oh, do you really? Oh yes. Yeah. So it's just a- heat lightning. All it is. That's yeah, all. Right. So span says heat lighting does heat lightning does not exist. There's no such thing as heat lightning. Uh, and um, and he said every a bit of lightning we see uh, is um, is dangerous, even heat lightning. So um, <laughs> I thought about him last night when I was looking up uh, on the back porch, looking at, at what I thought was heat lightning. Yeah, <laughs> and right, right. Uh, yeah. and it was kind of cool. And I was like, you know, Span's going to be yeah. mad at me for being well. It, it wasn't like heat, he could see me. It wasn't heat lightning at my house. I, it was right on nice. top of us, and it was putting on a fireworks show. And they yeah. were direct oh, yeah. strikes to the ground. It was lighting everything up and. I don't know if something got hit close to me, but I saw a, a lot of blue lights down in the valley. So I don't know if something got hit last night or not. Well, no, just down where you live, Rick. Yeah, I know. Well, Span said, I'll tell you about that. Span says just because you don't hear thunder it does not make it heat lightning. It's probably because you can see it from 50 to 80 miles away because it's so intense and over 50,000 feet tall. So I was looking at the storm over your house then, Bob. Yeah, and, and, and I saw it. But here's what I wasn't ready for. And I, and I actually think – I don't know where to find the right mix on this, okay? Because don't hear me saying something I'm not saying. 
I know that severe thunderstorms are dangerous. I got that. Okay. Oh. Of course, it's not a tornado, but 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 I've got that. But I've never seen this. This is recent. It's almost like we're becoming more and more dramatic about everything in our society. Everything is end of time, oh, yeah. doomsday, <laughs> and and so I, I've never seen this before. In the past, they would say. This is how it would be presented to you if you were in the path of a severe thunderstorm. Right. Severe thunderstorm warning for these places. Uh, straight line winds could be this amount. Yeah. Uh, could uh, could produce tornadoes. So right. be, be, be damaging be, straight line winds. Be, be aware. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have y'all read the what they put now? It basically is your life is over. <laughs> this thunderstorm will likely destroy your property. Kill your animals, and kill you if you go outside. I could not believe the the note that was sent on the app about this severe thunderstorm that came through. I'm I'm not exaggerating. They were talking about how the hell was going to kill my animals. I'm not exaggerating. Look at it. I, I mean, I, hey, I mean, we we got dead cows all over yeah, North Alabama. Right. We do. Well, they were we talking about like the hell's going to hit them. Like, you know, and yeah. and the hell. It, look, it said, it's, look yeah, it, it said this. Expect expect. Property damage. Expect your car to be damaged. Expect trees to fall on your house. Oh boy! Uh, I mean, and I, look, even tells us on a severe thunderstorm to take cover and get in the lowest floor, as if it's a tornado. And I'm like, when did we start this on thunderstorms? And uh, and so I start looking down at it, and I'm like, sure. I said this this morning's like telling us this is the end of time out there. And she goes, you talking about the thunderstorm? And I said, yeah. And I know it can knock the power off, and I know sure, a tree yeah. could fall. I know yeah, all yes, that. Yes, but yeah, but yeah. they're treating it like I was in the I was in line of a of a tornado headed toward my house to destroy my life would never be the same after this thunderstorm came through. And I thought, well, see what the problem with that is. We've talked about it a thousand yeah. times. When that doesn't happen, then people stop stop taking these warnings. They let their serious. guard down. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I, have you not? Have you not know? I, I, I wish I would have done a screenshot and, and took a picture of the verbiage. <laughs> it was end of time verbiage, and I and I even looked at Sherry. I said, "This is a thunderstorm, right?" And and uh, and she was like, "Yeah." And I said, th- "I mean, this says this thing's going to kill us. I mean that, and and that, that our property we're going to have to have a new roof. Thank goodness for my pets anymore." Yeah, and 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 I was like, "What what what are we talking about?" And it was that same one you're talking about uh, that was came because I, yeah. you and I saw the same one. Um, I'm sitting on top of us. I but I, like, I just yeah. didn't know when these severe thunderstorm warnings had gone to this level. Now, yeah, I mean they they really. It, it, they treat it just like they a tornado. Well, I, and, and I know a lot of people say, you know, I love to take a nap or go to sleep at night with a thunderstorm. You know, if it's off in the distance, mm-hmm. that's fine. But mm-hmm. when it's sitting on top of you, it's oh. not as much fun because it keeps vibrating the house. Oh, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, yeah. how close was yeah. that? Oh, it. I wish I had. I mean, I when you hear that little electrical noise and the yeah. boom right after it, you mm-hmm. know, and you feel like the windows are coming out, right. it's it's really hard to sleep. I'm almost hoping we'll get a I warning. I can't relax during, during the show so I can take a screenshot of it. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe it. So I, it, was, I, it said severe thunderstorm is yeah, what it said. Yeah. Well, and then it gave me a list of all the things that were about to happen to me, and I found myself terrified. <laughs> I thought, my goodness, this is the tribulation. We got a couple of come on, mans. We got that today. But let's go to Peter Ducey first. Uh, Peter Ducey first. Uh, Peter must be back. Is he back from vacation? What? Where's Peter Ducey been? I mean, uh, I guess he had his summer break. Yes, uh, he's back. Uh, he's about to ask Biden the question you cannot ask him, and and Biden is going to lie again. Now we've had more. We've had so many people oh, say yeah. we just did an interview the other day. The guy t- was it Tucker Carlson talking to him because yeah. I was in the room. Yeah, I, I, I uh, heard the, heard the president. I was I heard the speakerphone. So here's the president responding to Peter Ducey asking him about. 
his dealings with Hunter Biden's business stuff. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them talking business. Is that what? I've never talked business in anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. It's not a lousy question. It's really not. <laughs> it's not a lousy it, You don't like it. I it, got that. It's a question I don't want to answer because I don't want to say the correct answer. Yeah. I never talk business except the letter that I wrote them yeah. congratulating them on their <laughs> business. And, uh, you know, we golfed a lot with his business partners. Yeah. You know, the folks never talk business. The, the folks investigating this, too, said they now have documented proof mm-hmm. of $20 million in payments going to Hunter Biden oh, from goodness. some of these outlying countries, sure. Russia, China, and all yeah. this. And you know that was all for influence with the big man. I could I could be the son of a very influential senator and 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 at the time a current vice president and now president and and it would all fall apart. Oh yeah, they would yeah. They, all the yeah, money. You wouldn't get a check could, for They go, yeah, man, yeah. the other sons they made all kinds of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, now I showed up, uh, but <laughs> now, but now so that's a lie. He keeps lying about that. Now the reference on video one. Is he saying this that we should invest in climate change? What are we investing in that he's trying to say that uh, Roosevelt and telephones? What if somebody told him that was stupid to invest in? What 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 is he referencing that to? I, I don't know. Maybe you guys can tell me. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I don't know. All right. So here he is. But we do get a come on man. Yes. This video is worth it just to get a come on man. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Face. People sometimes say, why are you doing that? Imagine if for a long time Roosevelt and the telephones came along and said, we're not going to help invest in telephones. Come on, man. <laughs> you know okay, I know what it is. He, he's talking about the government's investment in the green energy. That's correct. That's, that's what he's And he's comparing yeah, it to, right. to if, if they had not helped the telephone system along at the time, yeah. which is a totally different. Yeah, term. ridiculous sure comparison. Is, sure so right. so is, he was in New Mexico doing what Bubba just said. Wow. Yeah. Talking about green energy and biodynamics. Yeah. And, and so that's what all this is coming from. But that's <laughs> but again, though, if you'll notice, <clears throat> when these come on mans or I'm not lying or I'm telling the truth. Come on, man. Those come when he gets no reaction. Yeah. Right. No, notice when he makes this statement, he thinks he's made a profound statement. Of course, most people, Bubba, like you and the guys have said, they realize this is not apples and apples comparison. No, no, no uh, uh, the, they could prove what the telephone could do. It was factual. Uh, what they were trying to accomplish. You're wanting us to invest in something that is a theory and it has not been proven and y'all keep living like you don't even believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so it's it's apples and oranges, but watch that he gets no response and that's when you get a that's come right. on man or I'm telling you the truth. Here yeah. we go. Oh, sorry. That's, I got the next one. Oh, I'm up. sorry. I, I, yeah, you can't let me have come on man one time. Okay, sorry. Come on, man. Come on, you, man. You know how I love a come on man. <laughs> Adler. Adler. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, wait. That's him trying to leave. All right. Which one is <laughs> well, that one's coming up later. That's two. By the way, he gets lost again trying to leave again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Well, again, Rick, he stands there and he doesn't know. He goes left, right, left, right. Said, Why are you doing that? Imagine if for a long time Roosevelt and telephones came along and said, we're not going to help invest in telephones. Pause. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> he gets no response. Come on, man. Come on. All right, so then we'll move on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. We'll now, go, this we'll go next to two one. Now. Tell me if y'all y'all can. He, he kind of twists things. Bubba, up. help us with this one. Well, he's talking again about biodynamics and the economy mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Uh, just see what you think here. I think he messes up and he tries to correct it. I don't know. <laughs> the problem was too many people are working 
Or working people are working, making too much money. That's not the problem. <laughs> Bubba, help out. Is he, I'm out. Bubba, help us. It sounds like he's having a debate with himself. <laughs> right. uh, and losing. And, 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 and both sides are losing. Are working, or working people are working, making too much money. That's not the problem. <laughs> That's not the problem. No, you're right. Not, not, yeah. I, have y'all noticed, and we've discussed Golly. it, even he gets tired with sometimes – his his statements were <laughs> how about halfway through he's done with how about, it. Yeah. He's like, oh whatever. Oh, yeah, what? President Biden is bored with President Biden. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you ever had something you were trying to fix and you'd probably fall down again? Probably yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> forget it. Yeah. That's him trying to put together says, I forget it. Yeah, whatever. You know, people working. <laughs> you know what I mean. And then he just screams oh, out, That's not the problem. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Well, I'm serious. I ain't lying. Th- this thing where they're trying to to coin this phrase Bidenomics. Oh my goodness. And and somehow tell everybody they're doing better is is not working. Well it, no one is buying it. I, I, yeah. It, I, it is ridiculous. Uh we look like a banana republic because we're prosecuting our political opponents who are beating us in the polls, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's just so so much of a joke right now. I mean this is he had such a chance. He said he wanted to go in there and be the diplomat and build bridges and bring everybody together. And he has done nothing, nothing, nothing to do that process. And here's what's so bad, and we play in these clips for you um, even yesterday, and we don't have a clip on this one today. But, I mean, you've got Victor Blackwell, who, who is CNN's host of CNN This Morning. He goes after John Pierre saying the poll numbers are showing that Bidenomics isn't popular with Americans at all, and y'all keep acting like it is. Yeah. yeah. And Nobody's so, so, so even CNN is going, y'all are saying something that we we all know is not true. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and you know how CNN likes to go after the press secretary of the Biden administration. Well, there's there's nothing better than uh, everyone's favorite uh, uh, American Indian, uh, Elizabeth Warren, when she's put on the spot. <laughs> yeah. And she's asked about these dealings. Now, they, they've got documented proof of this $20 million. This this is going to be the undoing of the Biden administration. Do you by think? The way. Oh, I do. Yeah, and uh, let's see her comments. Right, so wait, video six, then Jake Adler. Tapper. Yeah. And, do we have time? Okay. I don't know. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. Here we go. Republicans on the House Oversight Committee um, say that they have identified more than twenty million dollars in payments from foreign sources to the Biden family, including Hunter Biden and their business associates. Uh-oh. So far, we haven't seen any direct evidence pointing to Joe Biden, President Biden, doing anything illegal. Uh, and I don't necessarily uh, know what's everything that's in this. But I do wonder on, on, on a broader level, the 30,000-foot uh, view of this, uh, people close to Donald, I mean, people close to Joe Biden, or people close to Donald Trump, but I'm talking about Joe Biden, making tens of millions of dollars because of their closeness to him, that can't be something that you like. That can't be something that you're comfortable with um, as a phenomenon. Look, I, I always worry about the influence peddlers in Washington, regardless of party affiliation. One of the things, as you know, I've spent a lot of my time in Congress working on is how we bring just more ethics and more oversight in general to uh, everything that we do in government. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Except when mm-hmm. I'm applying for scholarships and jobs. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lie and, there. And except, when I per- <laughs> except when I remember <laughs> one, 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 one thousandth 24. Yeah, 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 exactly. Except when I pretended to be sitting, bull. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day. 
Uh, on a sad note, uh, ex-NFL star Henry Ruggs III has now been sentenced in the deadly drunken driving incident. Uh, he has been sentenced to three, three to ten years in prison for his role in the DUI crash that killed a Las Vegas woman and her dog in 2021. Yeah, he was driving 156 miles an hour. Yep, uh, and uh, was only with the Raiders for a very short time. and uh, Twice and- the legal limit of alcohol in his blood. So he, uh, vehicular homicide, three to ten years. Somebody thinks that this sentence is not severe enough. You will not believe who it is. It is O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, here's O.J. Uh, in his own words, off his own, whatever it's called now, ex-post, whatever it's called. Here we go. Hey, ex-world, it's me, yours truly. Now, I know I went to college on a football scholarship, but somehow this map is not adding up to me. You're driving a car at roughly 160 miles an hour on a public street and end up killing a girl and her dog. Oh my goodness. And you get three to 10 years. You go to a hotel room that you're invited to, to retrieve your own personal stolen property. Property I now have because it was ruled to be mine by the state of California. And you get nine to 33 years. Same courthouse, same city, same state. I don't know. Somehow it just does not add up to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, well, I, I'm and, speechless. And, 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 and let's clarify, OJ did not get 9 to 33 for that. It was the guy who wanted to leave that he told could not leave and held a gun on him. Right. That was the one that right. – that's really what got him. It was probably the kidnapping gun. thing. <laughs> yeah. Also, O.J., yeah. when everybody got a shot at you, they already had in the back of their mind that you got away with double murder. <laughs> okay? Correct. Two people. You, you, you tried to decapitate two people with a knife, um, and, and you know, that you're, – you're coming into every court with that, you know, hanging over you. Mm-hmm. If I were O.J. Simpson and I got away with double homicide, okay, no one could get me to weigh in on a court case of any kind, especially if it involved death. I mean, I wouldn't even go near it. Mm. Uh, Rick, Somebody say, Burge, what do you think about Henry Ruggs? I got nothing to say. Rick, I don't think I'd ever show my face on a video again. No, no. no. You know? So he's taught us. We call it Xing now, I guess. Hello, X World. Hello, yeah. X-World. Hello, X-World. Hello, X-World. Hello, X-World. I'm posting on X, do you, right? Do you That's find it? it how hip OJ is, though? He picked up on it right away. Yeah. I mean, he didn't stumble through it. No, he didn't no. He didn't say, I don't know what to call Ooh. it. Hello, X-World. Huh? Get, he was on the golf course, and he got. He was thinking to himself, now, how did I do this? Somebody probably told him in the clubhouse. You know, he was still looking for Nicole's murder. Yeah, right. I started to say, you know. At a golf course near take, you. Take away the circus that was his trial. Hard his initial trial. Yeah. Okay. There is a lot of evidence. There, There is a possibility he didn't do it. There's a possibility he didn't do it. I think um, you could, you know, reasonable people could have come to a different conclusion mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, even with all that said, it's just... Um, mm. It's just odd to me that he would be commenting on this, don't you think? I, well, it shows you he it tells you everything you need to know about, about <laughs> OJ. OJ is, you know, remember, I mean, we uh, 
we learned this on you know one of the greatest comedies to ever be put on TV, and that was Seinfeld. Uh, if you believe it, Jerry, it's not a lie. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, right. that's right. So, so um, all right. Then you get into another, and of course, we did have one court case that said he did do it. So, right. So, you know, you had you had two he, different deals. He was found in the civil case to be responsible for those deaths. Yes, yeah. which means you probably had to do it. Right. Sure. Yeah. It's pro- yeah. Just that alone, you should not comment on, on anybody being sentenced well, for killing people. Right. He, here's you the thing. He he always I think that's a little light. He do you, always do you said, <laughs> Rick. He always said he wanted to get out to find Nicole for real well, killer. He's going to find him. And you know the joke used to be if, there, if the killer, right? If, if OJ didn't do it, and there was somebody else, and they're hiding on a golf course, he's he's in hot pursuit, right? But he's never he's never done anything or made any comments on that that I've ever seen. Have you? Where he says, no. you know, I am looking no, into I'm this, closing or I am in. looking into that, I'm or spend any time. Right? No, no. I have now not. we have seen his temper mm-hmm. when he ripped car door off in yes. the middle of an intersection, yeah, yeah. Uh, slightly knowing that he could pitch a fit. Okay, the, if, if things wouldn't go on his way. Him looking for the murderer, if anybody, the only person I think of right now that vacations more than OJ is Joe Biden. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I don't think, uh, all right, so here's another uncomfortable Would you moment. want to have dinner with OJ? No. I, I actually would. No, no way, no I how. Would. No, why? Because I just know that something bad would happen. I don't want to do it. I do you don't want to make him mad? Uh, yeah, what if what if all of a sudden? Hey, I got to check. <laughs> what if all of a sudden they like burnt? He asked for medium, and they brought him a well done steak. I mean, oh. it could escalate quickly. I don't want the steak knife I, on the table. I don't want to be part of that. <laughs> no. If he ordered a steak, I go, oh, that's going to mean a knife. Hey, can y'all cut it for him? Yeah, steak knives for you. Those steak knives at steak restaurants yeah. too. They're substantial. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, OJ, let's have salads. Yeah. We'll get a little protein on the side. OJ, I'm, I, I know this is probably going to make you uncomfortable. I don't want to upset you, but I don't want to see you hold that knife. <laughs> um, all right, so Colin Cowherd. He's he's running a list of QBs that cannot win a Super Bowl, and unfortunately he includes well, he's Dwayne, dead. No. Dwayne Haskins in this. So, <laughs> he's spot on with that one. <laughs> right, did you just say what I, I did? I, he was going to say he's dead on, yeah. but that, then right. I thought well, that so wouldn't have been good. said that. Yeah. So here we go. Yeah. CJ Stroud. And then the third category is 20 guys who are not getting to a Super Bowl and certainly not winning it, and that's everybody else. From Baker Mayfield, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Dwayne Haskins, guys, guys that are just not that that they're, yeah. That it says can win Super Bowls. It can't, can't win Super Bowls. Okay, so right. six stars, four high end starters, and twenty guys that can't win a Super Bowl, and one dead guy. Yeah, he cannot. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins cannot. You're right, Colin, because he's been dead for sixteen months. Yeah. And that's the guy that's behind him, isn't it? In the graphic. No, uh, no, I think it was C.J. Stroud. That's yeah, Stroud. Oh, was that Stroud? Yeah. yeah. That's the one we couldn't think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne Haskins has been dead for 16 months. So Colin Cowherd is correct. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. He even named him, too. It wasn't just on the correct. If he could have just le- If it could have just been on the list and not been yeah. read, <laughs> but he had to go and say it. Was there anybody? Does he not have a speedy and go, Dwayne Haskins <laughs> Well, the graphics, right. the graphics were wrong on the top of it, so he just claimed that was wrong. There you go. Yes. But he had to say it, though. He said it. He did. <laughs> yeah, right. Did, did say. I saw where uh, – I see on the list here, Baker Mayfield. I saw where he was named the starter mm-hmm. for Tampa Bay. Does that excite you? No, I just I, I just saw it. He I just has saw, always I saw been name. a Baker Mayfield he fan. And I can't explain him. I really can't explain it. Rick, him. To me, Baker Mayfield is almost out of that same Johnny Manziel mold. I, I mean, they kind of look alike, they play alike, mm-hmm. and it seems like they have the same trouble a lot of times. Can I tell you the thing that, and I saw it again when we watched this uh, documentary now, Manziel 
is the most athletic, unathletic looking guy I think I've ever seen. He yeah. doesn't even look like an athlete. No, right. he just, he just like he not until he starts running. No, I mean he looks he might be a pretty good second baseman for like a mediocre baseball mm-hmm. team, but he doesn't look like the athlete no. that he was, and he was outstanding. He really for, was, of course, a really bad guy. Could really move and really mm-hmm. bad guy. Play and, hard, and party does, hard. It doesn't seem he doesn't seem to have an ounce of desire to change. Bad decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, he came done. along at the wrong time, Rick. If he'd have been with the seventy Raiders, he'd have been right at home. Right, seventies <laughs> yeah. early eighties. After athletes were allowed to be paid. Right. So, yeah. guys, his time watching film. Mm. They, 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 they <laughs> see zero. 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 I mean, like none, none. What about when you'd stroke that check and you were in the Browns outfit and you're like, he's not watching any film. Yeah. Zero. And I did love his agent, by the way. You said I would. Yeah. I loved everything about that guy. <laughs> I know it. Of course, the commanders would think he was too intense. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go to Jacob in Tennessee. Jacob, go ahead. Hey, Green Acres, guys. Hey, thank Buddy. you for that. Go ahead. Hey, so I just wanted to make a point of clarification. I heard your guys' conversation on Tuesday, and I haven't been able to get back around to you guys till today. Um, but as far as ghost guns, the ones that you uh, – or, you know, what the ghost gun conversation was, it's only a ghost gun. So the lower part of the AR rifle uh, is what is registered. And they don't have to have a serial ID number put on it until it is a 100% or uh, I think it might, hold on, uh, 70% uh, done lower. So there's some milling that goes on, um, some holes that are drilled. And it's, I think it's, if you have two more holes drilled, then it's a complete lower. And that part has to be registered. If it is not milled, then there doesn't have to be a registration number on it. And basically, if you do the milling yourself, then you don't, there's never a number assigned to it, and then it is a ghost gun. But just if it's completely milled, then it does have a registration number on it. You have to register it, and you can put it together, um, like you guys said, like a puzzle, and it's still considered, you know, just a regular gun. You still have to register it. So I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that. I, I'm not even sure what you say. Yeah, uh, I'm showing I, a picture I, of it. I, 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 I mean, you're an awesome guy, and I'm yeah. so thankful you're listening to this show. Yes, and, we appreciate and you're, it. And you're very knowledgeable about ghost guns. But I started <laughs> thinking about what I needed to do after the show today, <laughs> yeah, and I'm so sorry about halfway through. Yeah, so, and there's a lot of technicality yeah. to this issue, yeah. but the bottom line is yeah. – they are guns that are usually not traceable by a serial number right. compared to the normal guns that are made at a manufacturer and they're all logged in and then transferred to you. Yeah, I started doing things like, can I get the shadow man in today in the podcast or is there not enough time? I, that, I, that kind of stuff right, started creeping right. in. Yeah. Just to simplify, I'm showing a picture of it on this side on oh, the Oh, don't take here. me through this again. Real Do quick. not take me through this again. This, I can't right, go through this again. The ATF says this is a firearm and it has three holes drilled in it that this does not. The ATF says this is not a firearm because it does not have those three holes drilled in it. That's just an example of how close a ghost gun is to being a, a firearm. Okay. That was very helpful. And that's that's kind of the way you approach me right there. Three holes. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Small difference. God loved the caller's heart. I mean, he, he didn't he didn't know the room, did he? You talk about milling a lot. Yeah. It was uh, now he, f- he knows how every teacher I ever had feels right now. Yeah. 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 I think Burge left me about halfway through. Sure. He's thinking about other stuff. Yeah. I sent three texts during it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so a couple of uh, clips uh, that we have today we have not unpacked. First of all, and I know you joined me in this, guys, uh, watching the, the woke left have to actually deal with some of the stupid ideas that they have and then they don't <laughs> like it. The state of Massachusetts, you know, uh, you know, a lot of those, oh, open borders, open borders. Oh, Rick, they'd have a hearing open and declare borders. that they're a sanctuary, sanctuary. city, that all is welcomed. And you know what? They started sending them some of these. I don't know if you saw the mayor of New York. He's okay. asking for a declaration of, of an emergency status hmm. well, I because they've had a full a few bus loads come up there. Why would and Texas is going? Hey, try deal what we're dealing with every day. Why would they deny we, these we people? We get more than this every hour. Why would they deny these people a chance at a better life? Hmm. Uh, so let's go to Massachusetts. They're now asking families to host illegals in their home. Here we go. I mean, Most if you can... importantly, if you have an extra room or suite in your home, please consider hosting a family. Safe housing and shelter is our most pressing need. Become a sponsor family. You can contact the Brazilian Worker Center for more information on how you can step up if you're willing to have an additional family be part of your family. Mm. If you're a local official, a college president, a business owner or a faith leader with an available building or space in your community, please work with us to offer it as a shelter site. If you're a social service provider, please consider becoming an emergency assistance homeless shelter provider. Our resources are stretched thin there as well. And if you're a hotel or a motel owner, consider opening it up for emergency assistance. Mm-hmm. If you're a landlord or a property owner, we can use you too. We can connect you with service providers to help transition families into permanent housing. Everyone has something they can offer. Can you can you put that back up? Just say, don't play the video. Just put the picture up. I want to know how many of those are offering a, Thank you. someone who has come into this country illegally that you have no idea who they are, what their background is, what their right. intentions are. Not bad. You've got one of them in your room. How many? Have How many that? of these people that are trying to guilt you into doing it, and even sounding like? Listen, I bet they got some big old houses. You know what that huh? sounds like? You know what that sounds? It sounds like when people come in unvetted, and you don't know how many are coming, that it can overwhelm your system. That, you, doesn't it? That, yeah, that it what sounds, sounds a little like? bit like. Let, let me tell you like how it. you stop this. You keep people from coming over the border like they're invading your country. Correct. That's how you do this. Do any of them? You make a perfect point, Bubba. Do any of those people? I no. would say before I think about the space I've got at my house or the space I got at my hotel, how I make my living. I want to ask y'all: raise your hand on that stage, local politicians. Raise your hand if you have currently are housing one of these families. Well, you know, not a one of them. So, so show us some leadership and tell us how many of your houses. <laughs> yeah, I want to know right. if the dude on the left is standing on a stool. That dude's tall. He is tall. Yeah, he must be on the back. Right. All right, Bubba, you, you, we've talked about Trump. If he becomes the Republican nominee and doesn't end up in jail, okay, can he win over uh, those 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 people that would not vote for him the last time? Yeah, the people in the middle are yep. going to make the difference on this presidential election like they do really all of them. Now, here's good news. Helmsy, you sent this to, to us yesterday. Uh, from Morgantown, West Virginia. My 30-year-old daughter, married one child, uh, would not vote 
for Trump in the last election right. because of the choices. And, and But now she is going to vote for Trump this time because she's seen the destruction and is concerned for her child's future. Hopefully they are more like her. So she said, here's one that what I needed that. Yeah, you said yeah. that one, one of them, this is a person that didn't vote for him last time because he made, yeah. it made them uncomfortable. Now they're saying the destruction of him not being president is worse than him being rude. Yeah. Now this is not going to help because you know, Trump's not coachable. <laughs> uh, this is not going to help. Now he, he cannot keep himself from doing what we're about to play now. You know, Chris Christie, you know, and we, we, we're people of weight. We understand we've been on this wild ride of putting it on, <laughs> taking it off, just like Chris Christie. And, well, and, I don't think he took it off. Well, I think he dropped a few one time, but he's he, I've never seen any substantial change. He, but, he's going to be a big guy. He's, he's, just, he's, he's just built that He's way. right. He's yeah. probably not willing to do what it would take, and I can relate to that. I've, I've been that way for most of my life, too. So here's Christie. Uh, and, and there's something that happens uh, involving Chris Christie, and here comes Trump's response. Who's good? No, no, Christie's he's eating right now. He can't be bothered. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Sir, please do not call him a fat pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call him. See, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a fat pig. You can't do it. You can't do that. So now, because you're not allowed to do that, and therefore uh, we're not going to do it, okay? We want to be very civil, right? So, the ladies... Oh, he's man. about to Gosh. get tickled. Himself. Now, remember, he, he, this happens every speaking event. Someone will yell something negative about right. Chris Christie, and Trump will defend him with a backhand comment. Don't bother him. He's probably eating right yeah, now. Yeah. And don't call yeah. him a fat pig. We're not allowed to do that anymore. Again. <laughs> Fat pig, don't say it. Don't, Fat don't, pig. don't say it. Golly. And uh, <laughs> this is, um, and this is going to be where Chris Christie's going to be talking about how mean he is again and how rude he is. And you know, this is the kind of stuff that comes with Trump. Though, I mean, it, it just comes with it. Yeah. Uh, so we have some new polling data out of Iowa, which is one of the first yeah, uh, Republican yeah, caucuses yeah. you're going to have. And Rick, six out of ten caucus goers feel that the recent indictments of Donald Trump are similar to the conduct of the Nazis. Mm. Six out of ten. Wow. Overall, 57% feel like and agree with the comment that the recent indictments of Donald Trump are similar to the conduct of the Nazis. Trump voters, it jumps up to 73%. Right. DeSantis voters, 55%. Scott voters, only 36%. 50% disagree, 15 unsure, and of the undecided, 51% agree with that statement. So you're saying that overall, if you average yeah. all groups together, 57% agree with that, 28% disagree, 15% undecided. So 57% believe that the left, they're, they're the ones that are acting like the fascists, not Trump. That is correct. Yeah, that's... Um, something the Democrats might want to take a note on. you got to be careful when this kind of stuff blows up in your face and actually galvanizes the supporters and actually brings new supporters. Well, I, you know, trying, if, if trying to figure if out... If you're the left. How, how, what, if you try to figure out what the left, the power brokers, are really trying to do, right? <laughs> you, it's very difficult to begin with. Yeah. But... Um, 
I think if they didn't want Donald Trump, the best thing they could have done would have been just leave him alone. Absolutely. Because everything they've done has done nothing but to galvanize his support. Do they not understand? Are they this emotional and, and angry that you're doing exactly what Trump's telling the supporters you are? Right. And that only galvanizes. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yep. As you heard, the gang is all here today. A couple of uh, headlines, and then we'll uh, play uh, uh, another bizarre video that uh, of things that just aren't true. Bubba, uh, you won't believe this. Senator Dianne Feinstein briefly hospitalized uh, hospitalized after another fall in San Francisco. How much longer are we going to let her? Uh, we're just going. What are we doing? Are we just going to let this continue? Um, um, she's fallen and is hurt again and can't get up. Mm. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, Bubba, you know that, that we're now you know, in, in post-pandemic, even though I know COVID's still out there and there's a strain right now that people are getting, and we even know some people there. I mean, they're doing fine or whatever. But as far as the pandemic and all that and looking back on the vaccines, you know, that's really popular now. We've had several guests. There's all kinds of people getting all kinds of medical treatments for long COVID and for vaccine injuries and, and all this. So... Big Pharma, Bubba. Big Pharma. Big Pharma. Big Pharma. So we keep hearing from Big Pharma when when now this um, when the vaccine started un, to be unable to do what they kept saying it would do. And the main thing, remember, they promised, and everybody was saying it. We're, we got two minutes worth of people saying it. Uh, is that if you just take this vaccine, you're fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're not going to get it, and you're not going to transmit it. Nope. Uh, and Big Pharma keeps telling us that they – I don't know. Is this that old thing that, like, the, when you how propaganda works, if you just keep saying something over <laughs> and over again? Why? Well, if you why, have the media yeah. to back you up and yeah. that they'll echo anything you say because yeah. wink, wink, yeah. we're with you, uh, you can – in the past, you've been able to get away with it. Big Pharma and, and politicians – Y'all did tell us that. You can go ahead and say we were wrong, but stop acting like you didn't say it. You said it. And 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 so here here is uh, here's the video. Here we go. Not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. We can kind of almost see the end. We're, we're vaccinating so very fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Getting vaccinated and getting a booster shot when eligible can save your life and protect you and your family and friends from getting seriously ill and spreading infection. What do you think the probability is? 80%? Personally, I think it's 100%. I think that there's a reduction in transmission. Right. COVID if you have these vaccinations. <laughs> We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. A, for their own protection, for the protection of their family, but also to break the chain of transmission. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. Mm. Yeah. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Uh, Rachel, Rachel, I, thank wow. you, thank you for your condescending, arrogant, wrong. 
<laughs> I mean, I, and the way she talks down to oh, you. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, I'm, Rick, I, she doesn't know any better. She's just repeating what somebody told her. She ain't got a clue. Now, all these doctors with all these PhDs on the wall. Guys, look, we got to everybody up right here. Everybody okay? up. You, you either lied to us intentionally, okay, and tried to mislead us because you were being paid by Big Pharma. Are you just ain't that smart, okay? It's and I'm sorry. It's one or the other because you were wrong, wrong, wrong. I'll go this far, Bubba. You realize that now, based on what we know, the the scientists and the doctors who were researching this mRNA told us the ones who told us, Doctor McCullough, told yeah. us who said the vaccine now will not work the first time it mutated, it will not work anymore. He was not allowed to say that and was removed from all platforms, and you would be canceled if you interviewed him. He was and is right, and all who opposed him and the others who said it were the ones who were wrong. We gave the platforms and the microphones to the ones who were saying the wrong thing, and we silenced the ones who were saying the right thing. Yep. Even if you got wow. it, even if you got it with the alpha version, it didn't prevent it no. you from getting it. No. Now, did it make it less rough on you? Possibly. We don't know. We can't Maybe. do a blind, a double blind test with what's already been done. I, I had it. And uh, it wasn't any big deal to me, and I wasn't vaccinated. Did it slow it down in alpha? Maybe. We don't know. What we do know, as you said, Rick, after alpha, when we went to these other variations, oh, it was most notably, uh, was it Omicron? Was that the Omicron? one? Omicron. 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 Omicron yeah. Uh, it, it it really had no effect. Yeah. And you know, we we could fill up these phone lines with people that said. I, I got the shot, I got the second one, I got the boosters, and I still got it. We have people that had took every single thing they pressured you to take and still got it and passed it. Because those of us that grew up in the 60s, when you had a vaccine, now we don't have a flu vaccine, we have a flu shot, right. okay, that slows it and down that's theoretically. And it's kind of, uh, uh, the miss. most successful year they had was like 40-something percent. Common, most common is about 27, if you look up the numbers. That, that's what it mitigates the disease over the population. So, but we were used to vaccines like polio and, gosh, what all was that? We got rubella and you know, the MMR and all that stuff. Uh, polio especially. I remember polio was drops under my tongue. Yeah, or we got one that you got to take in a sugar cube. What was was that polio too? I don't. Of course, you would remember that one. I don't. Well, yeah, it was much better than that shot. (laughs) Yeah. When when I was like Rick, they used to have to hold me down to give me a shot. But when they said we're gonna give you sugar, I'm like okay. Yeah. But once you had it, you never got it. I mean, it was gone. It wasn't even it. Boom, gone. And you heard from these clips, they were claiming this vaccine was going to do the same thing, and right, it did not. Right. It wasn't even close. And the big question you ask, and we all keep asking, when did they know it and keep pushing well, it? Well, I don't even think it deserves the name vaccine at this point. It no, is a it COVID doesn't. shot, okay? And it's outdated. It won't, it won't work with what's out there now. And, and God forbid we have to go through this ever mm-hmm. again. You know what, doctor, I'm going to have a really good chance of listening to? The one that comes out now and says, hey, guys, I was wrong. Yeah. I looked at this incorrectly, made the wrong call, and I'm going to do better next time. But you won't find that guy. You're going to have a trouble finding him. I know. Because where they're, they're where is that man or woman today? Have we had anybody? Do you think they're afraid that? of liability? 
I guess. Well, most of them are going to tell you that they can't say anything because they're prohibited from their managed health care group. It goes back to last week's yeah. podcast. Now, last it, week's it, podcast. It, it, yeah. Rick, we don't allow, we, we used to not allow mon- vertical monopolies in this country once they got so big because then they could dictate the market and, and you not have competition, which is always good for the customer, okay, in this case, health care. These managed healthcare groups are vertical monopolies. They they have a very small group of people yeah. at the top of the pyramid that's telling hundreds, if not thousands, of doctors how they have to address everything that comes in their office. And if you don't, you get fired. Well, here's what I'm wondering, though, and I, you're right about that. But here's what I'm wondering. Let, let's say, like those of us that are followers of Christ, we are told that we do whatever the government says to do until the government tells us to blaspheme God. If God's law supersedes the government's law, we go with God's law. Yep. But until then, we behave. Don't am I? I know I hear this. Don't doctors take an oath that supersedes any kind of pressure that a group's going to put on them that you're not supposed to do any harm. That 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 if you, if you that your your integrity as a doctor supersedes the business. You're not going to say something medically that you know is wrong, and you took an oath not to do that. Yeah, and that should supersede whatever your conglomerate is telling you to do. Yeah, it should. But yeah, well, but, yeah, they, but, but Rick, you they will it. say we don't know that we were right, hurting people. Right, right. There was a lot of unknowns. Blah right. blah blah. Yeah. And when it gets down to it, though, if I have a mortgage and I have a wife Understood. and I have kids and they're in college and whatever, I can't lose that income. I, I got a responsibility. So. I can't go out on the limb for something that I, it's but, kind of a gray. But even though I still got my nice house and I still got my car and I'm still paying for my kid's college, how do you sleep? Yeah. Well, a lot of people apparently can sleep right through it. But There's I, several of them. Have we not played right My integrity is worth something, too, and I can find another way to make a living. Oh, yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. the pharmaceutical companies were claiming things that they had not even tested. Right. And right. then you had the NIH and the CDC and, All in bed together. Yes, right? yes. It, it, those just became arms, public relation arms for the ph- pharmaceutical company. Yeah, let me go back to classification. And politics got in it. Yeah. Media fell oh, in yeah. line. Oh. Social media blocked anybody with a disagree with any kind of disagreement right. yeah. on it. So what do you have? You have an absolute vertical monopoly feeding the pharma companies and telling us exactly what they want. You can't discuss it. And that's it. There is no scientific discussion. There is no way right. to learn right. what we're dealing with and get feedback and correct it because it was all squashed. Well, and, and it really is creepy because if you look at all the tyrannical movements of our past, and you know what they else Same they did? Thing. You know what else they did that was successful? Don't miss this part. They demonized those who opposed it. Yeah. yeah those are bad people. They don't care about people. They're killing people. They're evil. They're wicked. Don't let's all pressure them. Let's don't have anything to do with them. Let's ostracize them. And of course, those people turned out to have cautionary uh, correctness. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. So uh, Bubba, you know the all-loving, all-caring Bernie Sanders. You know he wants to. He just hates capitalism, and he he thinks that you know the uh, that we need to just uh, the government should provide everything for everyone. And you know he's the voice of the downtrodden, the voice of the poor. Thank you, Rick, for yes. noticing that. <laughs> yes, thank you, Bernie. <laughs> well, apparently, if you donated to Bernie Sanders' campaign, it's possible that you did not know this, but you also uh, gave cash to uh, Bernie's wife and stepson's nonprofit institute. Uh, we have uh, we have records now revealing 
that uh, all loving, all caring Bernie uh, with well, how many houses does Bernie have now? How many you got, Bernie? At least two that we know of. Okay, and um, <laughs> that we know of. Yeah, that Bernie uh, funneled two hundred thousand dollars in campaign cash from you, those of you that donated, to his wife and stepson's nonprofit. Now you thought you were giving to bring socialism to America, <laughs> and really what you were doing was uh, funding a nonprofit that, that his wife and stepson run. I've noticed I've noticed a lot of these people who are the champions of evil rich people tax people oh, yeah. into oblivion, you know, the workers paradise, good old run of the mill socialist mm-hmm. are some of the capitalistic people we know behind the scenes. Yep. Maybe. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's a little odd? Incredible. Let me tell you about this, this this nonprofit. The 2021 records show that the Institute raised $716,618, okay? Now, what kind of work do they do? Do we know what kind of how they help the people out? It, it doesn't really say, but I'll tell you this. Can I tell you what? Uh, you know how much of it went to payment for somebody's salary? Uh, for his stepson and his wife, two hundred fifty-seven thousand. Well, yeah, so that's a good socialist. Mm-hmm, yep, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Full of nepotism, right? That that's that's yeah. you know that, the nonprofit with that that kind of percentage going to salaries. That's that's yeah. now hey. it can't be a lot getting out there yeah. to the people. Hey, what about that? The uh, um, the L.A. Times put out a breakdown of the people that actually donated to the Sanders campaign. And almost 30% of the donors that gave to the Sanders campaign don't have jobs. And there you go. They're not working people. So they took a government check, <laughs> gave it to Bernie, who gave it to his wife and stepson. And they're a nonprofit. And I use the word nonprofit loosely here. Uh, so yeah, Profit for Bernie's family. Right. There we go. Thanks, well, Rick, for bringing that up. Uh, Bernie, well done. The Institute thanks you. Uh, You're as, welcome. Uh, as does your wife and stepson. Sure. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, Bernie Sanders would not be happy with Nick Saban. Mm. You talk about wealthy. He would not be. And, and look, you have to ask yourself a question when you see this purchase. Does this mean Saban signaling that he's getting toward the end? <laughs> Well, I'm not, what, we, we can I, have another home. Uh, well, well, it's a big one. A, oh, seven, I thought a, 17, about his jet. a, a $17 million one? 17.5. So Alabama head coach Nick Saban has purchased a home among the PGA Tour stars. Of course, you know, now that some of them will get a live check, they can buy even more now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, uh, so Jupiter, Florida, uh, uh, Nick Saban, 6,200-square-foot house. Uh, he will live among golf royalty, $17.5 million for 1.6 acres in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Goodness. Seventeen five. Some neighbors: uh, Rick Fowler, Tiger mm-hmm. Woods, mm-hmm. Patrick Cantley. Mm-hmm. Did Rick Fow- Fowler officially? It, okay, I was going to say he may he, be going by Rick now. Is he but dropping it, the Ricky? He should. He's getting older. He's got quite the brand, Ricky Fowler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice house, though. Wow, that's yeah. a retirement house right there. Well, he's seventy-one, I mean, you know, guys. He's seventy-one. Yeah, he, he is. is. Of course, he got an eight-year extension for ninety-three point six <laughs> millerinos, right? Ninety-three-six. What a great country! Yeah, what a great country! Yep. I guess that explains why he's why he's smiling so much. And let uh-huh. me be perfectly clear: worth every 
dime. Yes, he sure. of course. Sure, the greatest college football coach there's ever been. Yes, no, I, I mean it, it is unbelievable what he has been able to accomplish year to year with the competitive limits that are in place now. That was not in place when a lot of the other legendary coaches were uh, coaching. Well, as Lane Kiffin said in one of his press conferences this year, or maybe I think it was this year, it, they're showing it like it was this year. It may not be. I don't know when it was done. He said, can you imagine saving if he could have had 150 scholarships? Oh, my gosh. Like the old days? Hmm. What he would do? What kind of team he built on that? Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, he's done it when there, everybody's got players, scholarship limitations. He has – I mean, you you throw COVID at him, he puts one of the best football teams on the field he's ever put on the field. Yeah, now, I will tell you, COVID played to the Knicks' world. He he wished that he wished we'd stay in COVID because mm-hmm. then he didn't have much people running around and getting out of hand. Yep, he's yep. got them all right there un, under under his authority. Yep. This, so this lot is amazing. Yeah, it is. really nice setup. Yep. Look at that. Yeah, he worked so much him. to y'all's point. He won't be down there till he retires. He just went yeah. ahead and got it. This, you know, this is for Mama. That's it, and the grandkids. Yep. Yes. That's it's, what that's about. I mean, at 71, when you look on the calendar, I mean, even yeah. if you have uh, going to live a long time, it's not long. No. I mean, no, you, I mean you're in the fourth no. quarter. Yes, you are. For sure. Yeah. It's a pretty nice boat dock over there yeah. with a boat on it. Yeah. Like it. Mm-hmm. Look, Bubba, his, that's what your your house used to look like. <laughs> <laughs> and if somebody asks him to move his boat, he will move it. <laughs> he, will. Right. He, he will. He will. Yeah. And keep it sure. How many hurricanes do they have there? Mm-hmm. In Here Jupiter, I don't know. a question you have to ask now. Yeah. Bubba, can you imagine, the, and I know that uh, you know the, the kind of jack that, that Saban has earned, by the way. It hasn't been given to him. He's earned it. But just imagine being in this world where somebody mm-hmm. says, well, you know, it's 17.5. He said, that sounds good. Sounds good to me. 17.5 sounds good. I'll take it. You know, it was funny during the Johnny Manziel untold documentary series yeah. on Netflix. But we now refer now. to it a lot. I think we're going to see a lot of references back to that. Yeah, because we've all it, seen it now. We, well, we, Except for Greg. They were talking to uh, athletic departments, and they said that everything – feeds through the athletic department. 100%, and mainly through and, the football team. Yeah, and they were talking about professors. You think it's hard to get a professor oh, to come to Texas A&M now? I mean, look at this. Yeah. And and what he he helped build, oh, he's b- worth build and brand. Uh, you know, I mean, think about the stadium, all the facility, the coaches' careers that were that, that coached for him and oversaw him. Sumlin getting his big extension, the offensive coordinator, moving on to the NFL. Well, let's I just mean, there was NIL, so, NIL so moved forward because of that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it really did. Because Emmert sat there, the commissioner of or the NCAA president, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's called commissioner Helms, but it's the president. Um, yeah. It's the president. He sat there in the documentary, yeah. and we all remember this when he said, "No, under my watch, we will never pay these athletes." Right. And he said that. Yeah, right to the Supreme Court said, "Yeah, you, will. yeah, you will." So, and, but this documentary reveals. Real numbers. Right. Yes, it so, does. So you could look at this. Let's say Nick Saban, and make, you know this, we look at Johnny Manziel. So he's got an eight-year, $93 million contract. Right. Over eight years, okay? Well, we know that when Johnny Manziel played at Texas A&M, now we're not even into jersey sales. Right. We're just Which talking about, was remarkable right. last night when I heard that number. We're yeah. not even in Couldn't jer- believe that. We're not even in jersey sales. All we're talking about is donations that came in to the school. Yes. Mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel was worth $300 million. Yeah. Okay. More than what they normally would Correct. Yes. So $300 million difference he made. Yes. You think 93 is a big number? No. You, you think it's so? a good investment yeah. is what that yeah. is. But, you know, you got, not you, even got a big a, number. you got to look at both sides of it, yeah. too. A&M gave him a chance to showcase what he could do in front of an audience that would help him out, too. So 
really, you also have to balance that against contracts. He made money. He made signing things and all that, too. I mean, it is it is a two-way street. And I've always said the players needed to be paid. No question. And the NIL thing may have uh, swung the pendulum too far one way. It'll all balance out in the end. They're working on that now. But, uh, it, look, it's good for everybody. I, I don't think that anybody is uh, – is is uh, should be unhappy about. It. But yeah, when he was signing all those things for the school and not getting paid, that would have made me mad too. Yeah, look what I'm doing here, and I'm not getting anything out of this. They would take yeah. him and have him say, "I know yes. he gets the show catch." And really, my yeah. point was more Nick Saban, than and, and that was mine yeah. too. I was referring. Yes. To what him. I was Absolutely. saying was, I was saying is, it shows you these two changed the business. Right. Period. That Nick Saban, the money he brings to Alabama far exceeds what they pay. Correct. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. To all the people, oh, he's one over ninety three. No, he's worth every dime. Look at what yeah. he's brought. He's worth every. Yeah. I'll make dime. that deal today. And that was really he's interesting. He's a deal. The ads that were saying everything is fed through the athletic department, and mainly the football team yep yeah it is the front porch of the universe if you've got a, if you've got a good football program everybody wins yep everybody wins i know kamala harris didn't believe in that but she's just wrong <laughs> phone calls to wrap up the hour 866 we be big what am i saying she believes it she just knows she's yeah. supposed to say that to get votes <laughs> uh 866 we be big is the number we'll take your phone calls on any topic when we come back rick and bubba rick and bubba to the phones we go, uh, if you want to join us, uh, Meridian, Mississippi. Listen to us on the buzz. Uh, James is standing by. James, how are you today? All right, Rick and Bubba. How y'all? We're, We're good. good. We're good. Good. I wanted to ask you about The Chosen and where you are at on it now. Um, you still like it, don't like it, whatever. Uh, like it, don't like it, whatever. I, I will tell you, James, that I believe that when you get to the this show, The Chosen, I think the people that are really, really, really into it are probably too far that way. And then the ones who are really, really, really against it, that they're too far that way. Mm-hmm. I kind of think the chosen kind of falls somewhere in between. I, I, I think it can be a good thing. But I will say as time went on, just like everything, you know, then pressure starts, uh, you know, on wokeness. And, and we go from let's just go right out of the scriptures to now we begin to come up with things and Suddenly, we're talking about things that aren't in the Bible, but they're plausible. Uh, and I and I started thinking it started kind of drifting too far that way. And then you get into the thing where the when they got into the deal with the Mormons and and all that kind of got odd and strange. And and uh, so um, at one time I was uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm not saying I'm against it or anything like that, but I kind of lost interest in it. Um, uh, and not not for any particular reason. I just I just felt like the product itself started kind of veering into a lot of what if this happened or don't you think maybe this could have happened and and the word plausible kept being used a lot and i was like mm. it, it, it kind of lost but uh, but i'm not against it I, I i don't look at it as something you know evil mm-hmm. or anything like that and i know some people do but like i said i think that's too far the other way right it's probably somewhere in between uh but i myself uh, have kind of lost interest in it but um, but that doesn't mean everybody else should. Yeah. I, I just uh, Matt and Munford, uh, if you want to join us, eight six six, we be big. Matt, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, thanks, guys. Huge fan. Love Thank your you. show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Hey, a couple quick things. I uh, have only lived in Alabama about five years. I grew up near Jupiter, down there where Saban bought that house, and my word, is it nice down there? Unbelievable town. I bet. Um, 
the other thing I want to talk about is you guys talking about the vaccine and, and how they silence certain information. That is scary to me, very scary. But even just as scary to me equally is people's ability to forget those things. The yeah. more that time goes on, it seems like they'll forget. Right. Yeah. It, it's, that's, it, that's scary to me. You, you just have to kind of pay attention because, you know, you can never get anybody to admit that the vaccine could not do what they said it would do. And then instead of ever acknowledging that and saying, okay, that's probably outdated now and, and not really a benefit, they've just stopped talking about it. It just yeah. vanished. And, and yeah, not just, yeah, it, it, not just about the vaccine. There's other things, the same thing. Like they can do really bad stuff. And over time, people have this ability to forget and yeah. they just repeat the same mistakes over and over. Well, remember, though, Matt, there's a formula that has, has worked since the, 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 the fall of mankind. And, and it happens, and we've got to get to the point where we can withstand it. And that is if they can terrify you, they get you to do things you wouldn't have done if they had not terrified you. They get you where you're not, think, not thinking clear, and you panic because they've terrified you, and you're willing to give up your freedoms. Right. You're willing to give up your job, your livelihood, you know, because they say you need to do this to save people and may probably save your own life. And, and you know, you remember the time you were going, well, even though it's not good and we don't like seeing all these people die, none of us did, even people that we know and love, but, but you still, there was a point where your common sense said the overwhelming majority of people are still living. It's not killing a high percentage of people at all. And it's almost like you, you would look at the fake world and go, the, the terror level on this of the death part doesn't seem warranted. And, and then you got into that weird thing where you could get paid more if you declared a death to be related to COVID. And yeah, yeah. It just got real weird. And like yeah. you said, I hope we don't forget. I hope we don't. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Cooper in Gadsden, Z93. Cooper, go ahead. Um, hey, uh, I've been I've listened to y'all since I was a kid. My mom's always. Thank you. She's always on the morning. I was just going to uh, ask y'all about what y'all thought about Robert Kennedy. So what do you can you be more specific what we think about him do you mean do we think he would be a good president or what what do you mean Yeah well, how do you think he would be as a president especially I, as a democrat I would rather not have a democrat as president no matter who it is but, but, Yeah, yeah but, just the, just the policies they back yeah. I, you know very few I can see eye to eye with uh, yeah. some I just have deep moral convictions against uh I, he, he is he is bringing some issues to the table right now that I think is interesting, and uh, it's it's a lot in the Democratic Party are unhappy that he's challenging a sitting president. Uh, this voice thing is difficult to listen to. Yeah, I, can, uh, that, you know? I hate to be petty, uh, but that alone. It, it is. I mean, it, it is. Let's okay. just. I mean, we're not I trying to be petty. Can you we're imagine the State of the Union? No, oh, I know. Really? You just couldn't do it. Yeah. So that and, and really, the Kennedys mm. to me, mm. creepy bunch. They're like a lot of other families that have been in politics on both sides of the aisle. Thank you for your service. Yep. We we've heard from your family. We can get by without you. You serve. Go home. You but know? yeah, but if I was going to get stuck with a Democrat and I couldn't do anything about it, I'd prefer him. Yeah, of the ones yeah. right now running, yeah. yes, yeah. I would yeah, his own party's trying to censor him. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's usually a good sign. But but the fact that he comes from that world, you know, there's going to be things he's going to see that we would be hard to get on board for. But I'll take him as the lesser of two evils. If I got to have a Democrat, I'll take him. <laughs> right. uh, Ethan and Weaver. Ethan, go ahead. Uh, yes, green eggs and ham. Thanks uh, for calling. How y'all doing? We're good. We're good. We're good. 
I was calling to see, do y'all think that we're ever going to get back to normal, like, you know, post-COVID, back to 2019, or are we stuck in this kind of new world? I think you're stuck in this new world for, uh, you know, for the foreseeable future. I mean, it's not as bad as it was at the height, but there's some things and some hysteria that that, that probably is here to stay, uh, sadly. Uh, but, you know, you you got to find a way to um, – to work around it and push forward, I don't know that um, that we will ever get back the way it was. Well, because I, I, because it's almost like a dog that's been hit by a car; uh, they just don't ever get go get close to the highway the same way again. Well, it's it's a slow process. Right, I mean, yeah. it's like a train when it stops; it takes a lot of time to get going. Right. I think it's taken a lot longer than most people thought yeah, to right. get going again. Yeah, right. But uh, I, I hope that we will. I think that we will. I, uh, I'm you know, it's going to take time though. It's going to take someone that has a, uh, a good economic plan for the country to get things going again, and we're going to have to kind of cycle out of this low that we're in. And, and you're going to have to push through what we keep talking about because if they can't use COVID, it's going to be climate change. There's always going to be a fear-mongering, always. Yeah. And, and you're going to somebody, to your point, Bubba, is going to have to put their nose to the grind and say, I'm not going to be deterred by that. I'm going to do what's right for this right. country, and I'm not putting us in situations uh, that destroy our economy and destroy industries for no, on a theory. Right. But you've got to be able to take the you're evil and you're destroying the planet, you're killing people. You've got to be able to withstand that. Yep. Uh, top of the hour, if you're leaving us, uh, well, Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, if you want to catch parts of the show you didn't get, I gave you those options. Uh, the archive options are out there. You can find those at Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Thank you so much for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to be with us tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always, the Friday edition. Everyone's going to be in a good mood, and we're going to kick off the weekend. Right here on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out A. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.